Hey, After Buzzers. Kevin Undergaro, the executive producer of After Buzz, along with Maria Menunos. Hi, everybody. And Maria and I, as you know, have put so much time and money into mm-hmm. the After Buzz TV product and really haven't seen a lot in return. Nope, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the ways you guys can actually help us is by tuning into our new reality show, Chasing Maria Menunos. It premieres Tuesday, March 18th. 10 o'clock, 9 p.m. Central, and features me and Maria basically bickering, fighting. No. No? No, it's not just bickering and fighting. You get an inside look into my life, behind the scenes. You'll also get a behind-the-scenes look at AfterBuzz and an inside look at how Maria does everything in her power to shut us down because she's very cheap. That is so rude. Why would you say that? Because it's true. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, guys, please tune in to Chasing Maria Menounos on Oxygen. Tuesday, March 18th at 10 p.m. We really do appreciate it. All of your support will help AfterBuzz because Maria certainly won't. (laughs) So rude. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. Wait. Wait up, wait up, wait, wait up. for it, wait for it. Oh, we have new music. Yes. We have new music. Last time we came, we did clap. Okay, Get it. Oh. Um, oh. Hey. I'm so happy to be back. Yay. Welcome back, Kyle. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome back. See, you. B, you feeling it now, right? I missed all of you guys. Yay. Last week, I wasn't able to come, but I was able to watch online, and I seen all the, the, the bickering and the back and forth between you guys, and I was like, dang, I should be there. Yeah. <laughs> it, feels, it feels good be, to be, be here back. to say it out here, you know. <laughs> or she just missed arguing with us. Yes, I do. <laughs> Speaking of missing, we're missing Megan Scoop today. Shout out to her. We she is on you. a plane right now to Kentucky, because I just saw it on her Instagram page. So, Because <laughs> obviously, we verify everything on Instagram. So, Megan, fly safely. Yeah. And we're thinking about you. Well, welcome to the after show for BET's The Game. This is season seven, episode two, and we are back. I'm so happy to be in a new season to finally see what's going to happen. We've had a lot of predictions last time, and we're starting to see them come to life. I'm your host, Fallon Mercedes. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at FitWithFallon. And here's my lovely co-host, who I've missed, Mr. B. London, how are you? It's that UMass connection. I'm doing great. You know, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at CulturedAthlete and check the website BrendanLondonTV.com. I don't do all those other social media websites. That's that's just too much to keep up with. I do Facebook a little bit, but Hmm. that's just too much to keep up with. Tumblr and Pinterest. It is a lot. That's what you it's not hard for me to keep up with because I got like six followers for each one. So <laughs> it's pretty easy for me. Not a lot of work. What's up, everyone? I am Ashley Gray. Make sure that you follow me on Twitter at, at what is it? Hey, Ashley Gray. And on Instagram at Ashley Nina Marie Gray. You forgot for a second. You, you gotta I match did. them up so they match the same. Exactly. I know, right? Brand, brand management. Well, you know who brand doesn't forget? <laughs> Shade again. Already. Not, I know. We love you, Ashley. We do. We do. We do. 
Especially, you can't see, but she's wearing the hottest Jordans right now. And they Jays. Are the Jays, I yeah. saw them earlier. You did? I said, yeah. Exactly. They look very perky in them. Very, very much so. Very Girls rock J's better than boys okay. do. Okay, we got, we got to keep it going. Oh, we got to keep it going. What's your, where they can, where can they find you? Well, I'm looking for my seventh follower. So if you want to go on to Twitter or uh, Instagram, I'm at HeyKevinJohn. Also, my website is KevinJohn.com or Facebook, Kevin John Peters. Okay, Sorry, now, now we can start fighting yes. once we start talking about the topics. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Mr. Malik. We see him in this episode with a new lady. You know, he was trying to... Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. We've seen him open up uh, this episode by smacking some booty with his arm that doesn't really work. What do you think of that? I mean, that's that's dumb. Like, why would you... Why would you do that? And she's you like, know, cut the tech, because give me my tech. Maybe maybe he's finding inspiration to move that arm. You know what I mean? And what better inspiration to move an arm than the a Gluteus Maximus? Oh. It was a reflex. He just got his reflex back exactly. when he's seen. Because, so, you know, he's used to seeing all that booty and then he just, yeah, you know. Like, Whoa, what was Come that? Come on now. Ashley, take it, Ashley. Take it. That was, how, how did they open up with the, you know, with the show? How did they open up with him slapping a butt? I mean, I just... Personally, I don't. I didn't find it appealing. I think that it was kind of tacky, and it's just come on. Why would you smack a girl's booty? It's, I don't care if it's there. That doesn't mean smack it. If you smack my butt right now, I will be highly offended. And I will be cutting check. Okay, what if I and, rubbed it though? No, don't okay, touch me. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't feel that it was it was tasteful. Yeah. But then again, it is Malik, and it's a character, so yeah. I get it. Yeah. yeah, I I get it. Now in this episode, what is what is Tiki and his restaurant called? Fatties. 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 Okay, so that makes sense. Where they the also serve burgers. Yes, that awesome. makes sense. You know, you have Hooters with boobs, so fatties, fat butts. So they have all the waitresses lined up, making sure they all have big butts. And then Malik, we catch him in. In the back of the restaurant with this fatty on top of him, and it was it was kind of like borderline too fatty. I was just like, okay, Malik, I see you don't discriminate. Don't that, that's that down south that. donkey right there. <laughs> that's that badonka donkey Grits right there. And that, eggs and all that good stuff. Cream of wheat and <laughs> freaking fried chitlins, booty. Yeah. The, See, okay. Now, now the arm motion was slapping the butt, though it was stupid because you know it's a sexual harassment charge waiting. Mm-hmm. No, that was that, you know that could have been good for the rotator cuff, you know. Yeah. But trying to trying to hold up the big girl. I nah, just don't think that it. I just don't think that it respects women. And in 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 today's society, to show that on TV, to show an it's just like so many stereotypes back to back. There's this athlete who is slapping these girls' booties. There's these black pretty girls that are you know loving to flaunt their booties. Like it's just like too many stereotypes. I was a little bit disappointed because this is BET. I was hoping that, you know, they wouldn't have took it there, but they did. Whatever. Ashley, I'm going to have to 100% agree with you on that. I do agree as well. I mean, in one way, I can say, okay, it's the character. The character, uh, Malik, uh, you know, Malik is obviously a disgruntled athlete who's hurt. Yes, he, he, you know, just excites when he gets booty around him and would act in that manner. But then again... From your perspective, I understand as well, you know, BET, it's, it, it's BET, and there's enough misogyny that mm-hmm. goes on in music video. I mean, just not on television shows, just in black everyday yeah. life, stereotypical yeah. stuff. And just for them to perpetuate that on the show, I do believe there's a certain, I think there's a certain line as well, because young people watch this. And it's, it's they, you know, they're competing with the love and hip-hops, you know, and this yeah, being yeah. A, a, a scripted sitcom they have to get real you know dramatic with the stuff and go overboard with it. So 
it's you know kind of entertainment because it brings that you know drama that ratchet like uh oh she's smacking booty. Brandon, and you all said that. you did not want any more ratchet this season. I did, I did not want as a, as a professional athlete. No, I don't want to see my fellow athletes going through stuff like that, making bonehead decisions like that. Even you know, it's just, even but since it's just a sitcom. I, th- I think I think what Brett said was kind of key on right before you said that. The fact is that you know they're competing with Love and Hip Hop, and the audience that BET is looking to attract—that's mm-hmm. the kind of audience that's they want. They true. want that ratchet stuff, that misogyny, that oh ho the bold booty drop down fatty. <laughs> that's the audience they're trying to attract. Now we're all educated people up here, so that may not necessarily be our cup of tea. Yeah. But you got to realize the audience that does tune in—they yeah. probably like that. Very true. I personally feel like it's just I knew he would do something like that you know if yeah. if it if he didn't do it I would question his character mm-hmm. and I thought it was kind of a good way to tie in that he needed physical therapy in the next scene mm-hmm. we do see him working his rotator cuff and we see this thanks for this, bringing it back Fallon. yeah yeah we see this <laughs> cute little personal trainer who was about probably my height right our height <laughs> yeah and um, she went over to Malik and was just like you know you shouldn't be using weights if you want to get back on the field he mention again this is his character he doesn't want to get back in the field he just wants to be able to lift a girl yay high and do some things with her but I like her she's she's witty you know she you came like back she's little she's Found little yeah. and she she's able to take him she's like you know honestly you won't be lifting me up I'm in yeah. a relationship but I can help you she was very professional and you know she gave him a, a bet you know Give me, what was it, $1,000, and I'll have you back in shape and on the field within five months or so. So he took her up on it, and we see her in the next scene with a reformer machine, which is a Pilates machine, which, Brandon, you know some some a little bit about that, right? Yeah, the t- 2012 season, I tore my meniscus, and uh, I went and did like some Pilates-type training for my physical therapy to build the muscles around my knee and all that. So they had me on the reformer doing all types of crazy exercises, and it was great for the core. So it's a new age of training when it comes to physical therapy, Pilates. Yeah, and there's there's no weights on it either. So no. tell them out there, don't, I'm a personal trainer as well, don't doubt those springs. When you're lifting your own weight and you have those springs on the reformer, it's a great workout. Yeah, because you you, you hear them say something like, that's a career-ending injury. She wants to try and get him back in five months. So to me, I'm like, what, is he going to sh- shoot up on some type of steroid? Or he's going to go to Germany like Kobe did or something? Like, that's the only way you come back from something like that. But for the sake of the show, I guess they may have a deal with Pilates, you know, some sort of Pilates or the reformer machine. Well, let me throw that in there for the PT. Now, Brandon and I guess Fallon, you guys are professional trainers. You know all about the anatomy, the muscle structure, how they heal. I, idealistically, mm-hmm. how long would it take that particular injury to recover if they were going? He's, they said five months on the show, but you're saying it would be, take a lot longer. I, I don't even remember exactly what the injury was. I know it's his ro- rotator cuff, but right. I can't remember it, if it was just torn or, like, how bad it was. You know, you really don't know unless you're... I'm not a physical therapist. I'm a trainer. So what I okay. would do, sit down with the train, um, the physical therapist, and they would tell me, and then I would come up with an exercise plan to help nurture that. But they would be the one doing all the work and massaging and seeing the real progress. So I... I I wouldn't be able to determine that. She used, she used too many Greek words to describe the injury. She had I was lost. She was like, investments, mess, mess, the dostis. I was yeah. like, where is that at the body? Your knee. I, don't, I, I, I don't even remember what she said. I'll have to look it up. But I know... Um, 
there's there's if you put in hard work, you see a lot of miracles on, that Fallon. happen. Five yeah. months to come back with something season, <laughs> season, season eight, Jesus uh, career but, ending. But I'll tell you, I've, I've if Kobe seen, couldn't come back no, in three listen, months from an Achilles. I've seen football players who have broken ankles in, in like the beginning of the season and were able to jump in the game before the end of the season. Technology and um, not you, not even I, name no. your source, please. Name your source. Ike Taylor. Ike Taylor broke his broke he, his ankle. He broke his ankle. Was it last season? And was able to come back before his last game. But that's not and career ending. When you break an ankle, that's not career ending. Career ending was what Peyton Manning went through. He was yeah. about to see his career. Or what Bo Jackson went through a hip. That's okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know what not I'm just saying? season ending yeah. for career ending. Okay, yeah. okay, I'll give you that. But, but there's there's a lot of um, you know non traditional um, you know Easternized medicine. A lot of acupuncture, you'd be surprised what you can do, tapping into herbal medicine. A lot of these injuries, you know, they don't heal as properly because you're not going to physical therapy, you're not taking the proper medications, or you're eating unhealthy, or... Fallon breaking it down, but yeah, I think Malik, yeah. I think Malik just used it just so he can try to get old girls. Well, Fallon, you gotta go, go ahead and press that brand, Fallon. <laughs> Promote Fallon. it. <laughs> Promote it. I'm just saying. Celebrities and athlete uh, entertainment and fitness news. One thing works. that I really did love about how they did a little switcheroo is at first. There I'm was sorry, a, did you say you actually love something about yes, this episode? I did. Wow. Well, because at first there was a man helping Malik, and he was like, you know, trying to get him together, and then a woman, this little little petite woman comes over and takes charge and says, no, I'm going to work you out. I'm going to do this. And, you know, I, I love that because it shows boss. that, yeah, <laughs> she's a boss. Like, women can, you know, this little, small, petite mm-hmm. woman can actually get this man in shape mm-hmm. and get him back into the season. And I, I love that. It was very empowering. Are, it you, was, it was are you seeing the trend and the type of women who uh, motivate Malik? His mom, think of her personality. Mm-hmm. Think of last week, uh, Chardonnay, get well, him yeah, up of off course. the couch. And now this one, getting him to at least attempt a comeback. Strong black women. Strong, strong. We can't go into the black and white thing <laughs> because I think we I strong, think I caught some heat yeah, with saying strong, the white girl. Strong women, strong of course. Women, yeah. Really. And it and it, it goes back to how he was raised. If you, you know, were raised by a strong woman and that's something that you really like, you know, react to, then that's what you need. You end up with someone like your mom or like your father. So I hear. So we actually don't <laughs> care about how many Instagram followers you have, girl. We just love if you have a great personality. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Uh, As oh, you comment about her body. My bad, my bad. Let's move on to Tasha, who also has a great body for an older woman, but it seems like her body might be changing. Yeah. And we're not talking about menopause. We're talking about a baby bump. Wow. We see Tasha in this episode go to the doctors. And I know some of y'all were predicting she's not really pregnant, but the doctor said, no, you are definitely pregnant. And she predicted that it was Rick's baby, it was six weeks, and he said, no, honey, you've been pregnant for 10 weeks. Now, she took it back 10 weeks, that would bring her to around Thanksgiving, where she was double-dipping into different uh, stuff, if you know what I mean. So yeah. now she doesn't know if it's Pookie's baby, or Ricky's baby, or who knows, maybe it's somebody else's baby. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's necessarily embarrassing. Men do it all the time. So if she... Whoa, was, she whoa, was, they do. whoa, whoa. So I feel like it's a double standard. Oh, well, it's definitely a 
double yeah. standards. And it was only, t- it's not like she was sleeping around with five different guys. She had relationships with mm-hmm. these guys. And even though she was wrong for being in a relationship with two guys at the same time, that's, they were still in a relationship. It wasn't random people. This was someone that she thought she loved. Actually, mm-hmm. both of them she thought mm-hmm. that she loved. So it wasn't random sex. It was, you know, it so was you're promoting, love. you're promoting promiscuity. Promoting anything. What you're, I'm doing no, is, but we I'm shouldn't be judging it. her as mm-hmm. hardly. I feel like because she's a woman, a woman. oh, she's a. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> yeah, 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 we know, we know what she was gonna say. <laughs> we know what she was gonna say. But let's think realistically. If men were able to get pregnant. Y'all want to know who you were pregnant by? No. Please. I do disagree. <laughs> I, you can't speak. That's and see, that's true. the thing I want to say. You guys can't generalize all men. Okay. All not majority. every man are, is like that. Okay. okay. No, you're right. Man. And you're right. there are a lot of men that actually do. <laughs> I can't. I just cannot. There are a lot of men that, uh, I'm missing this, uh, this transfer going on man. exchange, but there are a lot of men that actually do use um, protection as women should use contraceptives and things of that sort. And for her just to sleep recklessly with two different we people... We don't know if it was recklessly can- because condoms break. So we don't know that part yet. Okay, we don't well, know if it was reckless or not. She okay. could have been protecting herself. Regardless, she was well, a what's, faithful what's that, woman. What's she- that Bible verse? Who cast the first stones so- without sin? Yeah, yeah. And, not, uh, and, also, <laughs> and also, what's that Bible that? verse? That Thou who sleeps with a woman, that woman becomes his wife? Were any of those Tasha's wife? Was Tasha? I mean, was Tasha married? Was Tasha married to any of those no. men? Well, uh, were was those she married men to married any of those men? Huh? Were, were those men married to her? Absolutely not. And I'm. And, but we'll admit that we ain't sitting here trying to put her, them okay, up on a pedestal. I just feel like we all know her dirt. It comes yeah. to life. But if it was the if it was Malik who was in this situation, we we wouldn't we wouldn't even blink exactly, our eye at and it. And I totally agree with you. And just as much as you're putting fault on Tasha, you need to put fault on Rick. And it takes well, two people to make wait, a baby. Pookie, I, I don't put fault on. He didn't know he was getting cheated on. But according to him, you don't. You need to wife up a chick before you have sex with them. I I can agree and disagree. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't get into religion, but that's no, no. What he's I'm saying. saying if you're gonna have premarital sex, I'm just saying do it responsibly. That's yeah. that's that's all that I'm saying. They I think were we take, doing it responsibly. We don't know. They were. You just heard him say yeah, that she was you. going to Mr. Philippe's or Mr. Child's getting the chicken satay one night. Yeah, going exactly. back in getting sticky with the chicken she satay. Still Come on. Like if she, she's a grown woman, if she chooses to have sex after she eat grub on some Mr. Chow's, then she can do that. If she's if she's reckless enough to go to the same restaurant two with two different guys, she's reckless enough not to wear a condom. Exactly. And, and sleep with both pookie. guys after them. Why would she be wearing a pookie if she's restaurant? in a relationship? Have if, you took the that's, same that's girl irrelevant. To the, have you took two girls to the same restaurant that you love? That I, I've never been in love before, so no, I no, the Good. restaurant yeah. that you oh. love. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Not, not back to back. But he didn't go back to back and sleep not with both of them either. And have unprotected sex with right. both of them. Thank you. I'm not. I'm not. Um, hey, y'all, y'all, y'all pulled the first judge, shot on that. Y'all I'm pulled the first shot. Judge Tasha, what I feel bad is that. You know, now this child is being conceived and she doesn't know who the father is. And, you know, she's 40 something years old. Yeah. You know, you had brought up a, a I think it was your prediction. I don't want to spoil it, but if you want to say know. it, you can. Ashley made a good point. She was like, I, I wonder if she's going to keep it or if she's going to get an abortion. And I feel Actually, like. I said that. Oh, you said that. Oh, I'm sorry. And she was going to take it, too. She uh, was just going to take it, too. <laughs> she did. Well, you know what? At the time, that didn't even cross my mind because I'm like, she already had a kid. Why would she even think of that? But, you know, that 
she's 40-something years old. In her mind, she doesn't know who the father is. Is she going to be able to run around and keep up with a newborn? Does she even want to take after her child's already raised? Does she want... And these are real things that women go through. And I actually, you know, I haven't been impressed by the writing in, you know, this season so far. But this would be a great turn for the writing like blue getting you know roughed up and arrested to me that was it was unnecessary this this is real stuff that a lot of women can relate to where they've had scared the what is it scared pregnancies you know or they don't know who the father is or so Fallon let me ask you Mm -hmm. if you were in Tasha's position what would you do and this is what I'm thinking of if I'm 40 something years old Mm -hmm. my son is raised she already raised one baby alone. She doesn't know who the father is. She doesn't know who the father's if the father's going to be there. You know, if you have the, I just, I, I don't. I'm not saying is, I would, but those thoughts would cross because you got to think about the child too. Yeah. You know. Well, my thing is this: like we were just talking, you were just talking about the writing and how I guess you're saying it was less than superb. Mm-hmm. Now the thing is. Is if we if we speak the abortion route, mm-hmm. you gotta understand abortion is a real sensitive issue, especially in America these days. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the writers would pop would be. I'm not saying they wouldn't, but is that something that they would want to? Re, you know, I see think the I of? think it's a real topic that a lot of people are not talking about. One in three women in America have abortions. Well, one thing that that's, I that's I interesting. Would kind I didn't one know in three. That's one edu- in three. That's that's, that's a hot. Yeah, you don't even know these things until you read up on it and you study these things. And it's mm. just like wow. a lot of women they're going through this stuff and they're not talking about it. And I feel yeah. like a lot of times on TV shows. They'll bring up sensitive issues and talk about it because it needs to be talked about in the community. That's that's a very good point. One thing that I will say is that Tasha, she is old enough to know better, but I feel like she's not going to get an abortion. And if she does, I would look at her character completely different only because you are 41 years old. You have the means to take care of a baby. And even if you do not want to take care of a baby, it's like... You can give it to any, but like you have so much money. There are people out there who are struggling mm-hmm. who have nothing and still take their baby. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if she did have an abortion, it would be so completely selfish of her. But then again, that's in her character. She's yeah. a selfish yeah. person. And that's where you're going to see her true colors. But, you know, she wasn't selfish as a child. And look at the blessing Malik was to her. So yeah. she might look at it that way. Like, you know, I did it before. I can do it again. Mm-hmm. And this might be the the missing piece that she hasn't been filled because she's not completely Happy. And yeah. she's, she'll be doing it with help now. It's not like yeah. she's some mo- mother from West Oakland. She has experience. You know, yeah. Experience. She has Malik, who we just <laughs> West said. Oakland. Uh, are they from Oakland? Is it Malik I, from Richmond? Richmond, Richmond, Richmond California. It's close. It's close. Though, yeah. So it's let, right me, let, close let me ask you guys, it, you guys this. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> this is I important. Just want to throw one thing out there. <laughs> she's not. She's not a single mother in Richmond. Uh-huh. She has a son that's worth thirty-four million right now. Whoever the ten thousand in this car, he's gonna be. He's gonna the be, ashtray. The in kid's ashtray. gonna be loved. The kid's yeah. gonna be loved. The kid's gonna grow up right. But that stress. Maybe they won't go abortion. Maybe they'll do a sure, miscarriage. That's what I'm thinking. They're gonna have. Because that's an easy way Women, to get rid of, give, you, you know, <laughs> give me this to write the baby out. Okay, it's, give me the stat. Go oh ahead. Let me, I don't know. I don't oh. know the stat for mis- miscarriages. I'll look that one up. But I know it's a lot, um, especially at that age. Yeah, yeah, especially at that age. That, or there's a high percentage that the baby could come out um, mentally, mentally challenged. Down syndrome. Or something. Down syndrome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, let me ask you guys this: Who do you predict the father is? I predict. I, I'm gonna just go bold with it and say. 
it's gonna it, it's none of those two that we think it's gonna be. Oh, I think man. she had a fling or something. That would be. It's. I think that would really be good and just throw everybody for a but shot. But they didn't even hint it. You gotta at least hint that. Throw yeah. in some sort of hint. There was no hint or inclination behind it. But I would not be shocked if there was a time when she. Because remember, she was abusing alcohol a lot last season and stuff. And there was just a <laughs> random time that she forgot wow. about or something. And which is she blow. was smoking oh, three pounds a week. Three pounds a week. Two pounds a week. I'm oh. just saying she could have had a situation. And, and you're right. There was nothing hinted at that, so it would be very tricky to throw that in there. But I wouldn't be. I would have put it past them. But then again, they threw blue. Blue getting arrested. Exactly. Getting an assault. And speaking <laughs> of going into, I know this is all topic, but going into Blue's character, who agrees that his character is totally like this is like a 360 this season? 360. I'm like. Yeah. Who is this guy? Why is he so mean? Why is he so angry? Why is he so, like, ill? I just can't take him this season. Because Going that, through a rookie year, being a superstar as a rookie, that doesn't turn you into that. That I think they're trying to make him into, like, a Des Bryant-type character. But you he know? was such a complete sweetheart last season. That's what made me fall in love with his character because he was just so passionate about the sport. Mm-hmm. And he was passionate about his relationships and his friendships. And even though Kira kept messing up, he was still like, you know what? I can see in his eyes, like I still love that. Well, that's girl. what I was gonna say. Like, do you now, think now it's like? Do you think that Kira is part of the reason to blame? For, I mean, she's the reason he got arrested after all. Yes. So not that I know you don't want to blame another huh? girl. Oh, you but tried I'm, it. I'm just, oh. I'm just saying. Ask do you her. think that yeah. Kira is to attribute to some of the detriments that's been happening I to his character? Like, hmm? I feel like no person person should have that much control over another human being. To change your entire personality and contribute? your entire character. Does she contribute? She may have contributed to a certain extent. However, it is Blue's responsibility to be himself and be true to who he is. Well, let's break it down from the jump, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Let's break it down from the jump. The night he met her, she kissed him on a, pub- a publicity stunt. Ooh. Remember that? <laughs> so, we, so we went ahead and we did that. Then he had to spend 75000 on her. For that, uh, for the auction or whatever, he had to give her seventy five. So he's a or bitter black man. No, 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 no because Whoa. she tried to outbid Angela. She tried to he's outbid bitter. Angela Simmons for for Blue at the auction. Mm-hmm. So then he ended up giving her seventy five thousand, coming Message. up out of pocket. Now he's getting arrested. <laughs> all this stuff. Now so he's all of these different occurrences has made Blue bitter. The girls ruined the boy's life. That's <laughs> it. She's ruined the boy's life. I've seen I've seen guys who are so focused, who who are great athletes, you know, great football players doing their thing, doing their thing, and as soon as they start going through some drama with their girls, with the with the baby mamas or whatever, the game slips. You have to put your all into this game. There's no high stepping. No, I no, do. I agree. Yeah. And she's holding him back. She's holding him back. I agree. Fallon, what do you think? Um. Come on, Fallon. <laughs> I didn't even put you on the spot. I'm down. sorry, uh, wait, wait, wait. I'll let you think, wait, wait, wait. but I'll just... Oh, go ahead. Think about what exactly. And you <laughs> okay, what you do you blame wifey What do you too? blame Blue's downfall to? What do, you, what do you attribute that to? And keep in mind, you've been an athlete okay. wifey. Like, yeah. Um, what, a wifey, I would attribute, wifey type. Yeah. I would attribute to he is... He's losing his distance with God. We seen him when he came in. He was very... No, it's true. Y'all are so religious we, with No, with, but with I'm serious. Right I'm, no, I'm, I'm just... I'm being serious. We seen him more close to God. I just... Even with his first... The first character um, that he replaced, we seen a lot of them praying and I see him partying. I see <laughs> him doing all this stuff that's not of him. So I, 
I see people. That. I'm in. I'm in team chapel. That, that's, that's a good answer. That's a good. That, I, I can't <laughs> hate. I'm go in ahead. Bible studies with athletes who who are in the cl- who go into the club and do stuff like that. We can't. Come on now. We can't. But what use I'm God saying is Jesus and people no. But what Jesus I'm saying is, is his heart. Just because you go to Bible study or you show up to church. I feel like his heart is changing, and that's where Ashley's saying she feels like he's becoming a different person, and I feel like maybe he is letting Kira and other things unfocus him, because before mm-hmm. it was God and football, and now it's girls and yeah. the club and no. football. So like Brandon said, it's the girl that influenced him <laughs> negatively. Agree. I agree that girls and guys can have a negative <laughs> impact, a negative influence yeah. on you when and will can make you lose focus. I agree. Absolutely. However, this complete flip I just can it's just unbelievable. And then even the flip with Kira, like Kira has become like clingy, like this clingy girlfriend <sighs> or this clingy like want to be girlfriend. Like in the past season, I'm like Kira was like strong and she was independent and she had like her career going for herself. So now I just don't see her as that type. That's just like you being like flipping and being like, Oh my gosh, I was like, What? Foul? No, not her. So not so, so so <laughs> Ashley, are you saying that you don't understand his character writing wise he's flipping so much or as far as him on the show you don't realize what the factors for him flipping are both they're making him look like <clears throat> what the what the media tried to portray Richard Sherman okay you went to Stanford you're a smart kid blah 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 you know disciplined kid but as soon as he went on that rant so it's now all of a sudden he's a thug or whatever like that that's what they're trying to make blue okay. look they're trying to get rid of that clean cut oh mm-hmm. i got the colonel you know, it was all I think about they the should have like eased into it, though. This was like very blunt, yeah. very blunt. But I blunt. love his apology. I thought it was ah. not a PR stunt. You didn't see no PR. It sounded like prepping. it was rehearsed. No, to me, it seemed very genuine. I like, didn't think it was. No, because I the was. lawyer even said to him right before, she's like, "Okay, Blue, you ready? Okay." Like she, like they had been practicing over what he was going to say. To me, I felt like that is really who he is. He's not this crazy character who has been acting out. I feel like he was apologetic, or maybe I'm just a sucker for uh, a no, light's going to click on. A light's going to click on yeah. for him. But my beef is, why do we have to say? Why do we have to say I'm sorry? Why do we have to say I'm sorry? You don't Athletes have to. Always have to say I'm sorry. But you don't have to. But it's out of respect because. Because of the adoration, yeah, and public like, fans. Come on, now. The, you, you people, people admire their uncles. Their uncles get in trouble, get DUIs. Their people they admire. Are, yeah, but people when, when you become an athlete, when you become a celebrity, there's a responsibility that you yeah. have. You know, these little kids. It's different if you do something behind closed doors, but when something comes to when light, you're in the public eye. Isn't that who you are? Isn't that who you are? But just because you're behind a closed door, you can do some some nasty, wild, freaky stuff, but you can't do it in the public eye. I don't get no, it. No, no, Brendan, I completely understand what you're saying. I mean, obviously, you're saying that it's unfair that celebrities or athletes and things that of that comes sort, with the territory. They're, they're they're held to that particular regard where they have to apologize, but you also have to realize that that's part of being a professional yeah, athlete. Yeah, people or are watching. You're in the public eye. You have kids <clears throat> that look up to you. Okay. So therefore, you have to conduct yourself okay. in ways that will be you know respectful and beneficiary to to your fans. We can try and conduct ourselves. In, in in ways you know that oh, you're are gonna beneficial. make mistakes. That's yeah. gonna make mistakes. Yeah. But why? But, but but why? But why throw stones? Why try and just 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 take somebody's name and just throw it through the mud because they messed up on a you know maybe a a smoking a weed charge or a DUI charge? It's something as stupid as a because you have media people that like have it. no better idea or no better hey, job to do except people. slander. <laughs> at, no, no, not well and specifics, fans. And but, fans. but yeah, and fans is. that just want to slander. Like it, and Malik alluded to that earlier. He said something like. 
like, um, I forgot it was him or someone else, and he was like, you got to realize these people will pump you up when you're doing good, but it, the, the higher you go up, they're just uh. waiting for you to fall, but, waiting for you to slip, and that's yeah. what happens. But the thing is, is that you know your career and the limitations, what you can lose your job over. So when you violate, you know, you can get cut off a team for a DUI. So then you're letting down your fans yeah. because then you can't play. So I I agree that apology is needed. You know, if you do something in your home that doesn't affect your career, then you shouldn't have to apologize. But how, how much do fans really do love the athlete, love athletes, you know? Exactly. Like, if... I know a lot of people who be like, oh, this guy got a DUI, but he goes out and he balls, you know, he balls out on the field, two, three touchdowns. They're not thinking about no DUI. Mm-hmm. So why should they care about these, you know, the, 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 the mishaps off the field or whatever? You're there to see the product on the field. What we do in our personal lives or something like that, it's none of, it's, it's none of your business. I agree. And but if it affects your job on the field, then that's where the apology is needed. If you have this little kid who you're his favorite athlete and now you're not playing anymore, don't you feel bad? Like, Brandon, this the, little the, boy looked up to you. I, I completely feel you in what you're saying. I support you, actually. But this is, what, this is kind of what I'm looking at. There's a fine line between your public image and your performance on the field. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you you know, as an athlete, you just want to worry about your performance on the field. Public image, you want to be able to do whatever you want, however you want to do it, without uh, facing repercussions. But the unfortunate thing is, because of the fact that you're a high-profile athlete, those two are going to run in together in, in unison with one another. So there's no getting around it. So when you do mess up, unfortunately, you have to apologize. No, I see it. And, you know, I'm going to play the game within the game. He's not apologizing. Yeah, he ain't let it down. No, this is how he feels. You know, if, if I'm <laughs> If I'm first round draft picked or something, just think of the endorsements and stuff that he's getting yeah. or he's about to lose out on. I'm apologizing with the bow tie. Exactly. exactly. I'm sorry. Like, think, think, of people sorry. Like, think of people like Kobe Bryant and Tiger Woods when they went through their scandal. Oh. How that affected their endorsements, their fans. Yeah. They had to come out and do press conferences and apologize. But let's be honest. We're thinking more off the fact that it's affecting our endorsements than it is some of the fans out there. Well, it affects everyone. The fans, the endorsements, your image, you know, your integrity, everything is affected by that. So, you know, it, it, it's it's neither here nor there. Am you I guys, a bad person? You, you, you guys think I'm a bad person? No, no, not no, at all. No, 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 no. I think you're a good guy. You love it. You love it. Okay. More football players should be like you. You guys out there watching, sorry to cut you off. I'm cutting everybody off. We want you to weigh in out there. What do you think about, you know, Tasha? Who who do you think she's pregnant by? Do you think she's going to keep the baby, not keep the baby? What do you think about Blue apologizing? Do you think it was sincere, not sincere? Do you think he should have apologized? Do you think he shouldn't? Um, we want to know what you guys think because we have so much to say about all these topics. And Kevin, what did you have to say? This is completely off the topic of what we were talking about, but I think it's time to move on from that. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, this is, it's very small from this particular episode, but I just didn't understand the the meaning behind it. Okay, so the trainer apparently is in a lesbian relationship Mm -hmm. with another woman, okay? Nothing wrong with that, all right? But I didn't understand what the purpose was of showing her sexual orientation because I thought that they were going to revisit that later in the episode or something. So even if it was a man that she was with, I just didn't see the reason for why it was important for her sexual orientation to be shown. I don't know. The drama of her being Malik's physical therapist is not enough. 
him falling in love with her, trying to get a lesbian. I see there's there's some sort of drama with that, you know. You can throw that into the storyline with him trying to, oh, she's she's strong. She's you know she's cute, you know, a little petite. This but will she's be the cute, first woman that he can't have because she doesn't want him. Maybe she's bisexual. I don't think. See, to me, I feel like she's more bisexual than actual. What like, made you say I, that? Because just just in her. She seemed very feminine in a manner. Yeah, her demeanor. I feel like, you know, there is no, I don't want to play any uh, into any stereotypes, but to me personally, I didn't feel that she was you know, I am dating a woman. I feel like it's, oh, I'm, I'm bi. Like, to me, I felt like she is attracted oh, to Malik. To me. Mm. I think that she She did kind of come off flirtatious to him. Yeah, yeah a little I agree. bit. And I don't I, know if that was part of the game. Yeah. Like, okay, well, I know how Malik is, so uh-huh. let me, because, you know. She's a businesswoman. I yeah. hope that she stands her ground, that she's about her business, that she rehabs Malik, and this is the first woman that really isn't trying to use him or get with him and get his money. Time out. She, she is, is trying to use him, and she, she made that very clear. Yes. Yeah, she said she's that she's trying to use him to pump her brand but up. The, but and re- that's not using. That's business. There's difference. These girls, that that girl well, that was in his house, she was using him. Oh, the perky Which girl. The perky girl. She wasn't the using him. Girl. She was aiding him. There's a okay, difference. Okay, before, before we get into <laughs> the perky girl, make sure that you guys go to I think iTunes. in a way, oh. Make sure you guys go to iTunes, rate, comment, and share. Give us five stars. Tell us all about your thoughts. Was the perky girl using Malik? Was she not? She was aiding. I don't know. We don't know. Yeah. And also, (laughs) you need to tell them about Chasen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say that at the end, but right now, it's just you set it up perfectly. Why not? (laughs) So as we all know, After Buzz TV is sponsored, funded, founded by the phenomenal Renaissance woman, Maria Menounos. And like I said, she's a Renaissance woman. She literally does everything. She's a host. She's a WWE fighter. She was uh, a dancer on Dancing with the Stars. She has a million hats. So you can watch all the things that she does and how she gets them done behind the scenes on watching Chasing Maria Menounos. It, Say uh, her last d- name again. Um, Maria M. M&M. And, M. <laughs> and uh, Menounos. Menounos. See, si, porque Maria Menounos. <laughs> muy bien, muy buenita. So if you tune in on S. Martes, un, uh, what is it? Mar- uh, Martes, DSC. Uh, okay. She's Greek. Tuesday. Oh, so, she's Greek. I yeah. knew that. With a name like oh, Menounos. Yeah, she's wow. Greek. Menounos is a Greek name, That's okay. right? Yeah. All right. All so show. anyways, uh, Maria, I love you if you're watching this, by the way. Um, all right. But it, it premieres March 18th, Tuesday, 10 o'clock. Please tune in. Please support her. And just see how this phenomenal woman does it all. And maybe you can figure out the pronunciation of her last name, too, if you watch. So. And you also might see some familiar faces. Ooh. Okay, let's talk about predictions. Can we get some theme music? There we go. Ooh. All right. Now, you're after Buzz TV. <laughs> Predictions. <laughs> you never know this is the light. The light's so I go like this. Woo. It's like a ghost kind <laughs> of thing. All right, so this is the obvious <clears throat> predictions, but if you've seen the previews for next episode, we see Miss Kelly Pitts returns. And who was predicting that all season last time? It yeah, was that me. was me. I remember that. <laughs> I was hoping she would come back. I wasn't sure. But yeah, Kelly's back. So we're going to see <laughs> a little um, Chardonnay and her go back and forth. I wonder how Jason feels about it. Um, what else do you guys predict? I predict that Chardonnay and Kelly are going to get into a little scuffle. 
because you know Chardonnay, even though she's trying to class up her act, she's still ghetto. Uh, ghetto. She's hood. Working at TJ Maxx. It's, okay, so what's wrong with working at TJ Maxx? No, there's nothing wrong with you it. See I, that? I just thought it was funny how they were going back and forth with the jobs that they've had. Yep. And now all of a sudden, she's just this, you know, uh, athlete's wife. And, you know, now she's VH, mm-hmm. she's ready for a VH1 reality show. <laughs> That, that well, she's taking the right route to get there. Taking so. the right route to get there. Yeah. That's oh, my prediction. My no, prediction: no. Blue is going to drop Kira. He's going to focus up. This this like turned the light on for him, and now he's about to have a great season. That second season, the second and third season is when uh, first round wide receivers usually come along, unless it's like Randy Moss or one of those guys. But yeah. he's about to have a phenomenal season, all because he dropped the baggage. Dropped the baggage. Oh. Well, my prediction that is so bitter. That's how bitter. <laughs> no. All right. Yeah, I love this love affair going on here. No. Um, my prediction is that uh, Malik is actually not going to drop baggage, but is actually going to pick up baggage. I think there is going to be a woman that comes oh. into his life. Not the trainer. Not the trainer. Like a, a romantic interest. I think that's going to come into his life. And for the good, though, not to negatively influence him like most women that we talked about earlier, but that's actually going to come into his life, be a positive influence on him. And I because I think he's someone that kind of needs some direction as well right now. And I know that's his character, but I I, I just see a woman coming into his life. Yeah. A romantic interest. I predict I predict Tasha is not going to tell Pookie or Rick until she figures out what she is going to do Mm -hmm. with her pregnancy. Exactly. I agree. I agree. Which uh, what she is gonna do? I don't know. I'm thinking miscarriage. That's just what I'm thinking. That's what I, I was think thinking. she should just like let just write it out. Keep the baby. I don't care. Wow. We shall see you guys at home. Let us know <laughs> what your predictions are on YouTube, on iTunes. You can tweet at us. You can find me at Fit with Found on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> you can find me at at Cultured Athlete and the website <laughs> BrendanLondonTV.com. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at HeyAshleyGray or on my website, (laughs) www.AshleyRatchetGray.com. No, you put Ashley's not Ratchet. Ratchet, she's ghetto. That's what you wrote on the board. (laughs) All right, everyone. You can find me on Twitter at HeyAshleyGray and on Instagram at AshleyNinaMarieGray. We love you, Ashley. Uh, You're not Ratchet or ghetto. You're so perky. You're perky. (laughs) Whatever, Brandon. We'll see you guys next time. And I love the Jordans. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.